You've tuned in to the All in IT Radio, where Kenneth and his co-hosts broadcast from their travels around the universe. Listen to them discuss anything and everything related to information technology. We are Swedes and we talk tech. Good morning and welcome to the Swedish podcast. We are in Vietnam. No, we're not in <laughs> Vietnam. But thank you for that, uh, Henrik. It's wonderful to see you as always. Uh, and you, Robin, of course. Say hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. <laughs> Hello. You're you're obedient at least. That's good. Sharp as a knife. Right, Uh, very dull, rusty knife. Anyway, you tune into the All in IT Radio, where me, Kenneth, and my two co-hosts, we broadcast from our travels around the universe. And uh, you can always always hear us discuss anything and everything related to information technology, no matter where we are at the moment. And at the moment, we are actually in a space shuttle. Did you know? In the last episode, we visited uh, John Eric on the All IT Radio Orbital Habitat. We have our own space station, of course. But mm-hmm. now we are g- moving further out into the universe in this posh space shuttle. Spacecraft, I think. Spacecraft, of mm-hmm. course. And uh, it's quite a, quite a nice craft. We, we have plenty of room, actually. It's not really huge, but uh, plenty of room to move around and, and nice seats. And in the seats, in the seat in front of us, we have this nice built-in display screen, which can show us any movie or series that we like from any time or space. Space, place. <laughs> I was going forward, but all right, sure. And that is a wonderful and an obvious perk with having your own spacecraft. And of course, the display is in uh, 3D and it's uh, 8K and it's, uh, and it's a bit curved. And yeah. it's uh, <laughs> the 64K. It's 64K, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I lost a few K there, but okay. <laughs> Fair enough. It doesn't matter how close you move to the screen, you can't even tell that it's made up of pixels. <laughs> and it might not actually be made up of pixels. It might be made of pixels, I don't know almost magically good. <laughs> I think this movie we're watching about now is actually made by Pixar, but... Oh... <laughs> well played, my friend. And that is the topic of today. We will talk about home entertainment systems and what we can expect from the scary future. But, of course, we will start with something else. And what is that, Henrik? One cool thing. So... Over to that. Yes. Let's start off with the cool things for this episode. And my cool thing this week is something that I haven't been using that much, but still, it's a cool thing. Google Music has finally arrived here in Sweden. 
they usually let their services roll out to a country or a few countries at a time. And this service from Google contains two things. There is, on the one hand, the Google Music Store, where you can buy music, which I haven't tried. And the other, on the other hand, you can upload all of your own music. And this is the cool thing with this service. You can upload your entire MP3 or OGG or whatever library, or can you actually upload your OGG library? I have no idea. <laughs> no one knows. I haven't tried. Anyway, you can upload your MP3 library up to a certain amount of gigs. Henrik, how much is it? I don't think it's a gigabyte uh, limit, but I think it is 20,000 songs or something like that. All right. So 20,000 files, yeah, exactly. in other words. All right. So you can upload it and then you can stream it in any app or in any browser you like. Just log in with your Google account. So you create your own little Spotify service, sort of, uh, with your own songs. And that's about it. That's Google Music. It's cool. Try it out. Doesn't cost you a thing if you don't want to. <laughs> All right. Next man up is... Robin, yes. And my one cool thing this time is Gmail, or more accurately, Google that, that Google encrypts Gmail between data centers to keep certain agencies out of your inbox. And um, <laughs> yeah, you just laugh, Kenneth. And Google announced it's it's not really a new thing. It's in late March, I think. So it's not completely new, but they announced that they uh, will now use secure HTTPS connection when you check or send email, uh, regardless if you are accessing Gmail uh, from your home or a public Wi-Fi place. Uh, and they also improved this now by uh, add another barrier. And uh, that is uh, that every time you send or receive as, uh, an email uh, through your Gmail, it will be encrypted and it, when it moves internally uh, between Google's servers. So I think that is a pretty cool thing. And that was the weak point where the NSA got into the system before, wasn't it? Yeah. Exactly. What I have seen, that was the most popular way for them to take and watch um, email traffic and messages. But I guess that the emails are still unencrypted when you access them so that Google still can scan them because they scan your emails and show you commercials based on that, right? Yeah, I suppose so. I am not completely... I, I don't know completely how, how, it, how it is. I doubt that they will shoot themselves in the foot like that. Mm -hmm. All right, interesting. A cool thing indeed. All right, how about the man himself? The big guy, the big cheese, <coughs> Henrik. It's a me. Big cheese. <laughs> My cool thing for this week is, well, three times the charm. It's Google as well. It's my Nexus 5 device, my new mobile phone, uh, smartphone I'm using. 
Uh, last episode, or is it two episodes ago, I talked about uh, my Jolla phone that I got. The successor to the Mego platform from Nokia. And while that platform still is in beta, and uh, it was a few quirks that I wasn't completely happy with, uh, I went full on Android. Since I've been using the Nexus 7 tablet for, well, it must be one year or maybe one and a half now. As an alarm clock. Uh, mostly as an alarm <laughs> clock, but it's brilliant. Uh, go check out that episode. It's a few back, uh, episodes back. Uh, but anyway, uh, most of the services I use for, uh, let's say, mail, calendar, uh, note, notifications, social network, Google+, most of those things are Google. So I thought, why not go full-on Android then? And so far, I've been extremely happy with the Nexus 5. It behaves exactly as I want to. It's not uh, the hardware uh, in itself that is very thrilling. The camera is... Uh, above, somewhere above average. The battery life is decent, but not great. But the software from and uh, the Android software connected with all these different Google um, services is uh, what make the makes uh, this phone so such a joy to use the vanilla Android experience. And that's why I chose to go with that rather than the Jolla. But keep out, uh, keep a watch on Jolla because uh, they are releasing new updates to the operating system in an alarmingly increasing rate. So it might be uh, uh, a new one cool thing in a later episode from me. <laughs> so now you have two phones because you didn't sell your Jolla rights. Uh, exactly. I'm keeping mm. the Jolla for the day when it becomes good. <laughs> 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 Then I'm going to throw my Nexus 5 as far as I can. You're soon reaching Kenneth's uh, level when it comes to how many phones you got. But I still d- don't only use one phone. I don't use seven like Kenneth does. <laughs> I don't use seven phones. Uh, 12 or whatever it is. Oh, he only got seven, but maybe uses five of them because two of them doesn't work. Something like that. What's wrong with you guys? I only use two phones at the moment. I've actually decreased uh, the amount of phones from three simultaneously to two. So, and the reason that I've switched down to two is that I have also bought an uh, Nexus 5, or bought, I got it through my work. So we have the same phone now, uh, you and me, Henrik. Yeah. And uh, I have, well, perhaps a bit of a different opinion about it. And, well, not the phone in itself. I, I, love, I love the phone. It's a great phone. The hardware is sp- splendid. But I can't stand Android, really. It's so you like it so stupid. More or less of the exact opposite reasons that I like the Nexus Five. <laughs> Perhaps interesting. Well, well, the battery life isn't good. No, I agree with you it, on that. It's one. decent. No, it's not. But anyway, more about that in a later episode. <laughs> now over to this week's main topic. Today we have chosen the topic of home entertainment systems. What is in our living rooms and what will be in our living rooms in the future. We will have a look at the different technologies and uh, discuss what we prefer and perhaps what we have tried that we don't really like. But we thought that we should start this segment off with talking about what we actually have, each one of us. And I guess I 
<laughs> I was started off because I have the least amount of gadgets in this area, I guess. Uh, regarding home entertainment, well, well, I haven't had a TV in like 10 years or something like that. Why is that? Because I don't watch TV. Mm-hmm. As we discussed in the show about uh, TV licensing in Sweden. Go back and listen to that as well. Ooh. I, I don't watch TV, so I don't have a TV. And that's about it. <laughs> I, I, everything I enjoy, I, I watch on my computer. So that's what I use. But I've got an old projector from a friend of mine. From the 80s or something like no, that. No, it's not that old. Uh, but it's, well, it's good enough. It's fair. It's not HD or anything. And it sounds like a small airplane. But <laughs> still, it, it, it works. And when I have friends over, it's nicer to look on that projected on the wall rather than looking on one of my small monitor screens. But you can't use any new kind of uh, cables because if you have an HDMI, for example, cable, it won't work. So, But uh, if you have the old ones, it will. I, I just want to point out that you can actually hear a tiny bit of bitterness in Robin's <laughs> voice since he actually bit. tried to connect an HDMI to something Twice, in my I apartment. I don't own <laughs> any devices that uses HDMI. I mean... It's amazing. It's a completely new standard. I, I go with the true, the tested standards. So my projector the has scarts. VGA and what more? Whoops! Here, here's the power cable. Let's see. I got video in, S-video and VGA in. That's it. So the SCART cable is too new for you, maybe? Uh, yeah. The SCART uh, came later. <laughs> no, but SCART has sound as well, doesn't uh, it? Yeah. Maybe, I don't yeah. think this projector has any sound in it. So, mm -hmm. And that is a problem as well. I had to use an old uh, an old speaker for, from my computer to get any sound out if I connect anything to the projector. So, Well, it's not a perfect setup. I never said it was. But, but I like it. <laughs> Still, <clears throat> right. a little bit. Yeah, but it works, yeah. generally. And it's quite easy if I connect it to my computer and play something from the net, like Netflix or YouTube or whatever. Mm -hmm. It works great. Or at least good enough. <coughs> so that's my setup. That's what I use. Robin, you have a bit more complicated and expensive stuff, right? Uh, oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. It's hard to have less things than you. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, come on, I got three screens and a projector. <laughs> That's quite a lot. And, a, and one computer. We didn't count computers, right? Oh, right. Only no. okay. home entertainment. I, I don't know if computers... Yeah, I, I, ah, but, but a computer can be a home entertainment yeah, sure. system. Okay, I can mention them as well then. Oh, well. Uh, that's right. fine. If you use it for home entertainment. Yes, I do, I think. It depends on what you mean by home entertainment. I actually had a computer with Windows XP Media Center Edition. I never used it. And Okay, uh, well, <clears throat> uh, I, I use a... Uh, Samsung TV, a flat screen, it's HD, not 3D or anything like that. I'm not that, and it's not a smart TV. It's it's something between a dumb TV and a smart TV. It's possible to connect it to internet, but it won't work very well. It's quite slow. Uh, but other than that, I have a TV box that should work. And uh, I got a boxy box I use a lot and a Blu-ray player if I use it, which I almost never does because 
my I, I have all my movies and stuff uh, as a digital format. So I use everything on Boxybox more or less. More, it's when it's a new thing. If if I buy something new, then I can put it in. Or if someone comes with a DVD or, or Blu-ray movie, then we can watch on the Blu-ray player. But other than that, it's a Boxybox that counts. So, so you use a boxy box, and that is a multimedia player. You can say it's uh, it's it can both stream uh, movies and pictures and that kind of stuff from your TV or from the internet. You can use YouTube, you can use um, Spotify, Netflix, and that kind of stuff. So the usual apps are on it. It's kind of a dead system, so it won't update anymore. But uh, the things they have got in, gotten into it, yes. But to use Netflix, for example, you need to have an you need you need to use a VPN to Canada or USA or something like that because they they don't have a Swedish Netflix app. But it works. But I ninety nine percent of the time I use uh, box, my boxy box uh, to watch my movies and series that I have stored on my hard drive. And this is some sort of Linux box, isn't it? Some kind of, yes, but, but I, I think they modified it a lot. So, but, it, but it's still Linux. It's D-Link that made this. And you still use this because it's good, or...? It uh, fills my needs. It's not completely. It's not great, uh, but it, but it's good because they take all the. It 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 stores all the um, the series in order. If you if you name them correctly, the episodes, and they will get the title, and uh, you will have. They will put take all information from imdb.com on internet, and uh, if you have it connected to internet, of course, and uh, you. It it will be will be stored very nicely uh, at this uh, multimedia player. So uh, that is why I use it because then I don't need to have all these DVDs uh, to store them and to to switch between them. And I can just take one episode and one episode and one episode and so on. So it's great for me. Why is it dead? Why did they drop it? What I have, I'm not completely one hundred percent sure, but. They made one new box, but they concentrated it much more on the internet stuff. They didn't want to continue with this uh, your own movies and your own series stored on a hard drive. Uh, they wanted to have it more or less like a... I think Apple TV is more or less that way, right? That they, they have it very much uh, just cloud-based or internet-based. So and it's not really for me because I have a huge library. I I need this and uh, that's why I keep this until what I want next will be good enough for me to use. And is this something that Boxy developed themselves? No, the next thing you mean that I want. No, it's uh, I don't remember. I will look it up. I don't really rem- remember wh- who made this. Uh, it's called uh, my my little and uh, no, no, the little black box. And this little black box I'm not sure who made it. It looks like it might might be the that company <laughs> with that name that made that made uh, that made this uh, and and it's pretty much the same thing, but it's more it, it's based on XBMC, 
But the problem with uh, this uh, box now is that it's quite buggy. For example, the on-off button doesn't work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <They're> wow. <laughs> so you need to go and... <laughs> it's quite funny when you look at uh, reviews on the internet. Uh, some buttons on the remote doesn't work. <laughs> For example... So when you funny, want but... to watch a movie, it doesn't want to start. But when you go to bed, it randomly starts itself and starts to play a latest episode of Star Trek. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need anything else? <laughs> no. So when it's updated, they are updating it uh, quite regularly. And when it's done and out of alpha stage, at least, then I will start to use it, I think. Or if maybe when my boxy box dies, because I like it. And that is based on Xbox Media Center as well, as well as the boxy box, right? The little black boxes. Uh... On the webpage, there is a link that says YXBMC, yes. so I guess it is. Yeah. They look a little bit different, of course, but it's it's the... Well, how, what would you call it? The cover or the, the company makes it. It's like Android, you know, it looks a little bit different from different manufacturers. It's a different skin or a different in- interface. And XBMC, Xbox Media Center, was a home entertainment software system created for the Xbox specifically. I guess it was the first Xbox? Mm. I know that they uh, had some kind of a multimedia idea with the first, so it doesn't sound that strange. And it's been around for quite a while, so so it's a Linux system, a bit modified with a completely different UI made for the living room. Yeah, It was originally produced as a media center application for the original Xbox game console. Mm-hmm. Later made available under the name XBMC as native ad- application for Android, Li- Linux, BSD, Mac, OS X, iOS, and Microsoft Windows. So today you can install XBMC on almost everything, any architecture. Yeah. For example, our mutual friend installed it on his Raspberry Pi. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. So it's no problem. But that, but I think that's the vanilla version. And you haven't considered setting up your own solution just install xbmc on well something anything yeah i i've thought about it uh, but the uh, raspberry pi i won't because our mutual friend told me that it's not really powerful enough to 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 be a good comp a good supplement right for to the to the boxy box but I suppose you can you can buy your own components and just put it together and have a great multimedia center, of course. But I think I'm a little bit too lazy. I, I many of these companies know what they do, and I am perfectly happy with this. All right, fair enough. Anything else that you have that you would like to mention before we move on to Henrik's stuff? No, I have computers as well. In your case, they don't count. No, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's only my computers that count. (laughs) That's all right. So, Henrik, my man, what do you have in your living room? Well. Besides a sofa, a nice little ah, table, snacks, drinks, the usual. Yeah, that kind of narrows it down. Um, Well, let's start then. I have a Samsung Smart TV, a 
PS3 gaming console. Uh, a, what's it called? A Synology disk station. A network, that, network attached storage device. Uh, and I'm planning on installing a Chromecast. It's named a Chromecast. Mm. I ordered one and I've tested one, but that's the latest uh, addition to the home installment. And what, which ones of these devices do you use for what? I, I mean, if you want to watch Netflix, for example, or YouTube, how do you, what device do you use? From the beginning, I used only the PS3. That was the first device that I had. And for the PS3, there are available a lot of different apps for these things. Via Play, Netflix, as you say. And it's okay to use, as I use the PS3 for some other things as well. Gaming and, and other media sources. Uh, the Samsung Smart TV, which was a later edition, has uh, app. You can install apps on as well as it's called a smart TV. But it's really... How should I put it? It's not really an alternative to use the smart TV, in my opinion, to, let's say, the PS3 in this case. Because the way it works on the smart TV is... Well, first of all, my smart TV is outdated. They shipped a new version about a year ago. And of course, it wasn't compatible with my TV. And in that case, I have to buy a little, a little box called the Samsung Evolution Kit, which costs $100. <laughs> of course. And, the, and, the, and there are no, almost no updates released for the apps they have. So in my case, Netflix, the new th- um, features that Netflix uh, are shipping, let's say profiles that you can have different mm-hmm. history for different users, are not available in the app on the Samsung Smart TV. Not to mention how... Horrible, horrible it is to actually navigate the Netflix uh, home screen with a remote. Let's say you want to search for something. Well, you, then you get an on-screen keyboard and have to type with the arrow keys. That doesn't That's work great. for me. That doesn't work for anyone. I can't even no. teach my parents to do that. <laughs> so that was no idea. Uh, uh, the, the PS3 is, well... It works, kind of, but it doesn't take all of the, my of my local media files and other stuff like that. Uh, the third edition was the disk station, the uh, network attached storage device. And the plan for that unit is more or less to just, well, store all of the photos and video files that I have, and, and music as well, to be able to fetch them to uh, other devices. Let's say the smartphone, let's say the smart TV, let's say the PS3. The, the latest edition was a Chromecast that I bought from you, Kenneth, and tried on my TV at home. Yeah, right. Basically, the, the Chromecast, if you doesn't know what it is, it's a, it looks like a small USB stick. But instead of USB, it has HDMI and connects to, you, to your Wi-Fi. So what it does it, uh, is that it um, connects to, let's say, your Android smartphone or tablet or your laptop or computer as well, I think, via Chrome. And what you can do is that you can stream uh, media from uh, the smartphone, uh, in my case, to the TV. Let's say Netflix or Google Play Music, something like that. And that works a lot better, in fact. Uh, than using a remote to actually start the Netflix app on uh, smart TV or in P- on the PS3. Yeah, so that's basically what I have. 
a smart TV that I doesn't use, because, uh, so it's basically <laughs> a dumb TV. And I have a PS3 that I use to play PS3 games, which I own one, I think. And I have a network attached storage that I currently have no video files on. And I'm planning to buy a Chromecast to make my life easier. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, as soon as I heard that the Chromecast was sold to Sweden as well, I uh, ordered one immediately. Not because I can use it, because it's it's got an HDMI input. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no HDMI-capable devices. But I was thinking about my parents, since they yeah. don't have any... They have a couple of old TVs, uh, so they are not quite that smart, quite dumb actually. No. Uh, and they and they don't listen to these podcasts. No, they don't. But they wouldn't mind because they agree. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a uh, one of these DVD players that can record TV as well, you know, with an inbuilt hard drive and such. Uh, and that can't play any apps or anything. So so they don't have any way to watch. Primarily, the most interesting thing for them is Netflix. Because they had Love Film before. Love Film was a big thing in Sweden. And you could subscribe to DVDs. So you chose a list with the movies you wanted to see. And Love Film sent you the ones they had in at the moment as soon as you returned the one you had at home. So you didn't get any fees if you kept it a week or two weeks or three weeks. You could watch as many movies as the postal service allowed you to, (laughs) considering how fast you can return the movies. But they were bought by... Who bought them? Amazon. Right. Amazon bought them. Amazon bought... uh, Amazon bought... Love film. Didn't Love Film own Amazon a long time ago, but they just closed it down in Sweden? I think that mm. was the case. Love Film bought Amazon. No, uh, the other it? way. Uh, Amazon owned Love Film for uh, quite a few years, but they chose to just close it down in the in Sweden, Norway, and Denmark and then Finland. Norway, and, yeah, the Nordic countries. Yeah, exactly. Yes, sure. Uh, Love Film is still a thing in Britain, for example, in the UK. Yeah. Mm. Right. And they have their own streaming service that competes with it and whatever. So Netflix is the only thing on the market in Sweden right now that you can watch whatever you like. That is anything too. And in comparison to the States, for example, we are not able to get DVDs. It's only streaming here. Mm. Right. Yep. Yeah, so at its core, I think the the Chromecast, as we talked about here, is a really brilliant device. But what it lacks is, well... The, the the wider the wider support for other kinds of things. Currently, it only supports Android units and well, a laptop with Chrome. And what it can stream is basically well, your desktop. It can stream Netflix, uh, Plex, I think, and YouTube and Google Play movies and music. And you don't actually stream it from your phone no. or your or your tablet. Exactly, it, it streams directly from the internet. It, it's a small. In this dongle, you have a complete Unix uh, Linux system. Yep. And uh, the phone or the tablet only acts as a remote control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't drain battery, which is a great thing. Because on the smart TV that I have, um, if I start the YouTube app, for example, and log into my account, 
I can use my uh, smartphone as a, well, sort of remote for the YouTube app on my smart TV. But what it does, it, it actually streams the video from my smartphone via the Wi-Fi or my internal oh. network to the um, TV. So it drains the battery on my smartphone or the unit that sends mm -hmm. the signal. Right. And that's no good. No, it isn't. My, my parents, they have had problems with any streaming solution since they didn't, didn't have any good internet connection where they live. But uh, they've gotten 4G now and it actually works. So then this is a dedicated Netflix device. They will not use it for anything else. No, no, that's, that's not true. My mother will use it for uh, Google Music. So she has uploaded all the music she usually has on her computer at work. And now she can listen to it at home as well. Oh, so that's okay. well, fair enough. Mm -hmm. It's a good use for it. And that, I guess, are some of the problems with the home entertainment market as it is today. It's hard to get all the things that you want on the devices you want. We are, everyone tries to lock us in. Yeah. Do we have HBO in Sweden? If we have what? HBO. Uh, I think we have an HBO, yes. Yeah, HBO Nordic. Yes. HBO Nordic, all right. So it's not the same uh, library as in the United States, and it's the same with Netflix as well. But they, they try to compete with Netflix here, but yeah, they have a smaller library, but maybe series or movies that people want to see, like, for example, for example uh, Game of Thrones, for example. It's, oh, it's very right. popular, mm -hmm. so many people have have these, these uh, HBO Nordic service more or less only because of that series. Yeah. Because you get it almost as fast as United States got it. Mm. But that's that's more or less the problem in a, at its core with the, the home entertainment market. It's very shattered, divided. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody wants to, to build on their own solutions. I mean, we had this smart OS idea, which started out quite nicely. Most of the TV manufacturers started working on this, uh, on this, on an, well, like Android. They, they started on working on uh, smart OS. I think it's Android based uh, from the beginning. But then Samsung went on and made more or less their own stuff. And well, uh, the fragmentation I talked about where I can't upgrade to the latest version because my TV mm -hmm. is apparently too old. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not very old. No, it's not old, it's two mm -hmm. years. But mm -hmm. that is apparently old nowadays. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's say the Chromecast, it has support from a few apps. And uh, a lot of people wanted to have Spotify uh, support on the Chromecast to stream music to, well, the, the, the Chromecast. But Spotify went on and, uh, and developed their own solution, whether you can stream from, uh, to, from your device to other devices. So I can stream from my Nexus 5 to my Nexus 7. Woohoo. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that Spotify uh, wants to collaborate with home entertainment developers who co who develop the audio solutions like, well, do we have any manufacturers to mention? JBL is one I know of. Uh, to develop uh, the audio box you have in your home to actually work with your Spotify app on your Android or iOS device. And... That's the case everywhere. Everything is so fragmented. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to movies and series, it's even more... Com yeah. Uh, 
the fragmented than a music because Spotify and Google Music they still have a lot of music you don't miss much. No. But when it comes to Netflix True. and uh, HBO, you miss a lot. Yes, and it's not just the it's not just the selection that they offer uh, Netflix or HBO or Hulu or other. Uh, Do we have Hulu in Sweden? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, and what you mentioned another service before, uh, Henrik, via Play. Via Play. Via Play. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, what's that? It's from Via Set. Viasat. Mm-hmm. Viasat's play service. And what is that? What do they do? Viasat. It's it's very much the TV3, TV6 programs and series and uh, sports, that kind of stuff. Do they produce things themselves? Yeah. Yes. Viasat they do. bought the rights okay. to, well, the Olympic Games for uh, forever. Yeah, and they and <laughs> they buy a lot of series as well. Yeah. From other companies, like uh, Sherlock and Blacklist and... Oh. All that right. kind of stuff. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, but as I said, it's not just, not just a selection of what these different play services offer, what movies or what series they offer, but it's also the solutions. What gadgets do these uh, services function with? Well, they have to build their own native app, and do they build their own native mm-hmm. app to this or that operating system, or do they build it for this smart TV? No, it's too old, so we don't build it for that kind of uh, gadget or device or unit or. Mm-hmm. You have to buy all the right uh, things for your home entertainment solution to actually be able to watch the content that you want. And two years down the road, you have to upgrade everything again. Mm. Money talks, you know. They wanted to buy new stuff all the time. (laughs) There is a show called Cord Killers with uh, Tom Merritt and Brian Brushwood. They talk a lot about exactly these kind of issues but regarding the united states of course and they talk specifically about how you should go about to be able to watch what you want on the device you want but we aren't there yet we are absolutely not there yet and since we haven't had that many solutions available in sweden we haven't had that much to complain about either we just didn't get these shows but now when we start to get some of the selection that the United States can get and admittedly a different selection as well as the devices to play them on we want as you mentioned the services that we already use and a lot of people in Sweden use Spotify and a lot of people in Sweden use SVT Play which is the Swedish television network and for these apps to arrive to hardware like the Chromecast, it's it's something we expect right away for it to become a main a mainstream device. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Kenneth, uh, when thinking about home entertainment solution and what you currently have in your setup, uh, what needs do you have for your perfect home entertainment solution and what do you need to add or perhaps just modify to be able to make it to be perfect or decent at least i mean your home entertainment solution is beyond all hope so what's this strive for perfect hope for decent where did this come from what did what did ever my home entertainment system do to you it scarred me for life not much it can't do much you know all right but so what i mean i don't care at all about ordinary tv i don't doesn't 
interests me at all. So what I want to be able to watch is Netflix. I want to change between United States, Canada, uh, Britain, and the Swedish uh, selection. I want YouTube, and I want Crunchyroll, where you can watch anime. And that's about it. Yeah, sure, I, I would like a way to watch video files that I have on, on the hard drive as well. And as of right now, that works splendid on my computer, and I can plug it into my my projector if I want to watch it there with friends instead. So it works pretty much as I want it to. What I would like perhaps is... I, I would love a Chromecast. I, I really like it. I, I've tried it and I've set it up for my parents, and I like what it does. I like the ease of it. So, well, that would mean a new projector, perhaps, that can actually accept the HDMI. <laughs> mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, but that's it. I have pretty much what I actually need. Just better equipment, better hardware, so I can get, well, HD. I can't watch HD on any of my devices. Uh, that's, well, not the best. So I, I would like a better projector and a better sound system, perhaps. Better screens. I don't know. Why do you diss my sound system? What's wrong with that? Because it stinks. <laughs> well, it works fine for me. I mean, <laughs> he he lives in a, in an apartment, so he can't have too much noisy stuff anyway. Yeah, my neighbors will complain. But sure, uh, I could have something better. I have a couple of uh, systems for surround sound and such, but I haven't plugged them in because, you know, it's cords going over the apartment and how do you place them and it's just too much work. But perhaps one of these all-in-one sound bars or what they're called, isn't that something like you have, Robin? Yes. Yeah, uh, like, a, like a, yeah, sort of... Like a salami. Mm -hmm. It's a soundboard, like a salami, exactly, but it produces sound. <laughs> or a baguette or something. <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> baguette. <laughs> are, you, are you hungry, guys? If that's not the name of the episode, then at least it's a quote. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a salami, but it produces sound. <clears throat> I just came to think of you, one, our mutual friend, who says that it doesn't matter a bit if you can't even see the screen as long as the sound is great. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> He's almost as weird as you, Henry. Even, even as, an, as an audiophile, I don't agree with him. <laughs> Good to hear. You're not as far gone as he is. Okay, so you, Robin, then. What in your home entertainment solution is... What are your needs and what would you, what would you like to be able to take them to the next level or to be perfect? It, yeah, it just depends on what you mean. Do you want a, a, my perfect uh, setup or a realistic setup? Uh, <laughs> so you're that kind of person, I see. Because, of well, course... Well, a little bit of both, then. Okay. I would like a service where I can have most of the series and movies that I would like to see. Maybe I couldn't expect everything uh, ex when it comes out, but in a reasonable amount of time, some kind of service like Netflix or something like that. Uh, as it is now, it's very bad because it's a, it's not, it's not very good library, and uh, it comes out very late from release dates. I would like some kind of a box that can. Uh, 
show me sports because how it is now all these different all these different companies who send sports like Viasat or uh, or uh, C Sports they take a lot of money and they have their own rights to different events and if i want to see everything that that it will cost me a fortune and i can't afford it and they change also over time so if i want to watch football some specific leagues then viasat for some years and then all of a sudden another company got them so and i know this is more or less a perfect scenario and it won't happen so i use another i use other services instead is there currently any product that you are very interested in getting to to take your home entertainment solution to the next level? Not really. Not really. There are not many boxes or media players that I would like to have. Maybe this little black box when it's out of beta. Okay. Because then they, they will have a lot of apps and it will work. For example, the power button will work, <laughs> I think. <laughs> You're asking very much yeah, from this project, actually. Maybe that's one of the unrealistic things. You're so needy, Robin. Yeah, I'm sorry. Functioning power button? Yeah. That's one of the stretch goals on their Kickstarter. We will add a power button. <laughs> but I didn't reach that stretch goal, oh, no. so... Oh, uh, well. I haven't thought much about it, because I'm I'm quite pleased as I am, actually. I I, I don't have that much time either, so I, I, I see what I want to see now, and I have my box, and that's enough. And it's easy enough to start it up and just it, get it going. It's very easy. <laughs> it and maybe I don't need this power button, because I never turn my <laughs> boxy box off, actually. But how do you turn them on? I turn it on once, and then it's on, more or less. A man and his box... <laughs> That's a, another good title, actually. <laughs> All right, so Hendrik, what do you hope for for the future? Besides, as you mentioned, you ordered the Chromecast. The needs I have currently is Netflix and YouTube. Those are the mo- two most common sources that I go to to see stuff. Maybe SVT Play as well. And on top of that, maybe local files, video files, music files, and photos. So the perfect solution for me would be more or less what I have currently, but better cooperation between these different devices. The Chromecast is perfect for, well, Netflix and YouTube to this TV from my smartphone, because the smartphone I use all the time anyway around the house. So the ease of the the Chromecast to just uh, get it up on a bigger screen is perfect. Uh, The other problem with local files that I have on my network attached storage if I could get better access to these files on a, in a simpler way on different devices. Currently, I have to use the different apps from Synology. And they have an app for everything. They have an app called DS File. They have an app called DS Music. They have an app called DS Video. They have an app called DS Photo. They have on and on. So a simple way to just get the local files on to the big screen. Currently, I have to go through the smart TV OS and it works, but it's not perfect. So I more or less I have the perfect setup uh, currently. I have when the Chrome when I get the Chromecast, uh, Netflix, YouTube, and those uh, sources will be covered. I currently have the PS3 console for games, and what I currently need is some way to get the local files easy onto the bigger screen in the living room. Mm-hmm. 
I have a question for both of you um, because I am a little bit uh, split when it comes to this. When it comes to music, I have no problem to use Spotify and, and that I don't own the music. But when it comes to movies and series, I want to own them for some specific reason. I don't know why it's a different difference between music and movies. Did you say you were okay with not owning music, but you want to own yes. the video and... I want to own video and series and movies and stuff. Okay. But I I don't care that I don't own the music. Have you spoken to your counselor about this? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Maybe I should. All right. <laughs> what about you? Sounds weird, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, it's more or less the opposite way. I have lots of CDs and vinyl recordings. And I want to own physically uh, the music that I listen to. I can go for digital files if that's the only way, but with movies and series, I don't really care. I just want to see it now mm-hmm. and then I'm happy. And still you use Spotify every second of yep. the day. You know why? <laughs> no. Because you're sick? Uh, could be. Disturbed? Uh, getting closer Mental? to the truth? Demented? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should I go on? <laughs> I know why. Right, you have music yourself on Spotify, so you play your songs over and over and over, so you get a penny for each time it's played. That's he only why. listens to himself. That's that I'm is earning millions. I clicked them. <laughs> right. He's almost famous. Did, did now, you know? hear about this guy who wanted to? He wanted to finance his next tour. I think uh, it it was called the Silence Tour. So what he what he did was he yeah, created an album Great. containing only of uh, tracks that were completely silent. And he thirty seconds long or something. He went to his fans and said, "Hey, can you listen to my album while you're sleeping? It's very effective <laughs> for getting sleep." And all of his fans went listening to it while they slept. So he earned well, not millions, but a decent amount. And yeah. Spotify found out, and they took the money back. They did. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Wow. Apparently, they had something in the terms of agreements that made this <laughs> not possible. You are not allowed to make money in specific ways. You are not allowed to make money out of nothing. Mm-hmm. So you didn't answer the question, really. Mm, yeah. <coughs> Perhaps. Why do you listen to Spotify? Uh, it's an easy way to listen on the go. When I'm at work, when I'm in the car, I don't really care much for uh, taking big, uh, lots of CD cases with me. Mm-hmm. So Google Music would be... Google Music and Spotify together would uh, one program or app that does both of the things would be perfect. Google Play, I uploaded all my local content to. I can't do that with Spotify. And Spotify has a huge library. I don't. I'm not sure if Google Play has the same amount. Not really. I think. Yeah. But it's getting closer, right? I don't know. Well, Spotify is one of the oldest, so they have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these small niche genres and labels and are on Spotify. Yeah, I'm not sure you can find most of them on Google Play Music. No. You can find Especially them on, not Swedish music if you're interested. You can find them on iTunes, but who in the world uses iTunes? I don't know. <laughs> Americans, I think. Masochists. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Kenneth? I'm not a masochist. Are you sure? He's an American. Is the <laughs> no, no, not that either. Uh, we just lost 20 listeners. 19 Americans and one masochist. Uh, uh, how about me regarding what? What was the question? Music and uh, e- either rent or 
own music and movies and series. All right. Yeah, well, one of the few things that I actually collected was DVDs. So I have a rather decent DVD collection mm-hmm. with all the movies that I like to watch when I was a kid and such. But no, I don't really care. If it's something really, really, really good that I really love, sure, I'll buy it. But otherwise, I don't really care. I use Netflix, I watch it, and it's a bit of entertainment, and then it's gone, I never see it again, I don't care. And especially not music. I, I, have, an, I have a paid Spotify account, but I don't really listen to Spotify, so <laughs> quite unnecessary, actually. No, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Streaming is good, it, it works. It's everywhere when I need it, and that's all I need. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's the next thing on the horizon regarding home entertainment? What's what should people look out for? What should they wait before buying something? Well, according to uh, because a new thing is coming. Broadband provider Comhem, the next big thing is TiVo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you went there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which they've had in the states ten years, for like the ten states. years, yeah, yeah, something like that. And they say that this is everything you ever wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will allow you to live more flexible and get time <laughs> for other things. Because with TiVo as your TV experience, you're not limited to your home. The TiVo to go will move your TV couch to wherever you like, and they have sixty-five TiVo to go channels. For the uh, yada, computer, yada, yada. mobile phone, yada yada, and you can, they they also have play services like SVT Play and TV4 Play, I guess, and Netflix, and but but essentially it's a hard drive that can record stuff as they come on. Yeah, that's it, right? And I mean, we we it's had supposed to be smart, but we already got some devices that is at least that smart already here. So. Isn't like 15 years ago when you had these little codes in the papers next to the mm-hmm. TV show and you can, couldn't you scan that or something? Enter it or into enter it, your yes. recorder, your VCR recorder even and it started to tape the show. So this is show. very new. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's the future. TiVo is too late. Too little too late. But in, in, in the real future, <laughs> what we really will see is, according to new sources, especially curved 3D-capable screens that are huge and are 4K. And that's all the buzzwords, right? Mm-hmm. They already exist. So it's ooh. Ooh, the future, you know. The future is here now. <laughs> Beware. So it's not really the future. Right. Okay. But it's okay. Thank you for shooting me down. <laughs> Thank you for... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for a contribution, Kenneth. <laughs> yeah, but it's the future for me. So will you be getting a 3D, Well, I mean, HD, TV are future for you as well. So yeah, we and sh- HDMI. Shut up. <laughs> Will you be getting... Well, Robin, you, you are the one who uh, throws around most money in this gang. Uh, will you be getting a 3D, 4K curved TV anytime soon? Th- um, no, 3D, yes, 4K yes. curved. No, yes, yes, I think. Uh, no, maybe not, but at least no in the beginning. Mm. And then uh, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, 3D I am allergic to. Uh, and... Uh, it doesn't work. No. <laughs> and one get a headache. 
and I think that 4K will be obsolete when I will buy another TV. And so you go straight to 8K? <laughs> if it matters, yes. All right. I have heard somewhere that the human eye doesn't see the difference between 4 and 8K, but I don't really know that for a fact. But there must be some difference, e- even if it's not that the eye can't see the pixels. It's a different resolution. Uh, resolution. That's the. I don't know. So you can make the screens larger. I, I don't know. Something must. There must be something there. It's supposed to be better looking, of course. All right. Or Fair may, maybe it is, but I don't know. But for me, uh, the future might be something like. What is it called? That you have in your head. A brain? And <laughs> a hat? That's the I future, <laughs> according to what I heard. Yeah, yeah, the hat is the future. <laughs> no, I mean this thing you use VR in for, headset for computer games, for example. What Henrik said. What did you say? I said VR headset. Yes. For example, Oculus Rift. Yes, for example. That might be the future. It will be very interesting to see each other, or you won't see each other when you watch movies together. But I'm not sure how that can v- improve the viewing experience by much. I mean, well, you will you will get queasy because you have the screen <laughs> close to you yeah. and all the way around. So you'll feel sick together. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole family can puke together. together. <laughs> <laughs> The new slogan. Only time you're synced. <laughs> so, Henrik, what is the grand future from your perspective then? I'm not sure. I'm not particularly interested in... Interested in the future. <laughs> I'm not impressed by the future at all. <laughs> well, you are happy as 3D I can't get. I, I'm not allergic to 3D as Robin or you. I'm not sure what you that are. It doesn't but... work for me, so I no. don't care. Uh, I, I don't see the f- all the fuss about 3D. I don't see how that makes a movie better. Uh, mm-hmm. four and or... in my eyes, 3D is fuzzy, so it's close. <laughs> uh, yeah, what you said. 4 and 8, 8K, well, that's not very impressive. That's what monitors and screens have been doing for the last 15 years. They've been upping the resolution. Mm-hmm. The least I'm expecting from a TV five years in the future would be to be 4 or 8K. Because that's where stuff goes. It goes up and onwards and better. Mm-hmm. Uh, curved screens, well, not sure. What's the point? Well, the, the, Is it to make it more like feel like an IMAX movie or something? I'm not sure. I suppose so. Well, it's cool. Maybe that's why. Uh, the, the, and Sharp will demo an 8K TV now, so uh, the 4K will be already obsolete, more or less, looks like. <laughs> yeah. No, I, ca- I can't really... I can't think of anything in the future that I find interesting. <laughs> I I will stay here. You go on without me. <laughs> I like this time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, I can understand your feeling. I feel almost the same. I'm not particularly hyped about anything about what you talked about. Of course it's great to have a larger screen. Or, yeah, or a, of course it is. But, but it's not... It's just a question about money, really. Yeah. And if you wait long enough, it will be cheap enough so you can actually upgrade. But it's not... Well, it's better, sure. I'll upgrade when it's economically feasible, but not before, because I'm not that... You're not made of money. No, I'm not made of money, and I'm not that excited for it. 
it, it doesn't change my experience that much. I mean, I can watch Netflix on on my on the Nexus Five, and sure, it's a small screen, but it looks good. Or I can watch Netflix or YouTube or whatever on on my computer screen. And fair enough, works for me. So the future is cheap and it stinks. <laughs> You're so positive. <laughs> You're already an old man. You might be onto something. Well, that's my verdict, at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was better when I was young. <laughs> you should see the TVs we had when I grew up. <laughs> you should see my VHS collection. We had two colors, black and white. <laughs> and one of them isn't even a color, I tell you. <laughs> okay. Are we done here? I don't know. Are we done? Almost feels like it. What we can look for in the future might be then something. Um, it's it's not hardware; it's more software, probably. Something like a solution that we uh, all can agree can be a good thing for us to watch movies and series and music, maybe together yeah. on one platform. And collaborations, openness, so we actually can watch what we want on the device we want to watch it on yeah. at the time we want to watch it. That we can agree on, maybe. Yeah, something like the Ubuntu concept, where you have one operating s- system to rule them all. Exactly, <laughs> on your smartphone, on your network tech storage, on your computer, on your TV, oh. where everything works in perfect harmony, and we can watch Lion King till the end of the day. <laughs> right, and now maybe. Canonical can pay us some money in commercial <laughs> fees. Yeah, they can pay off Disney for us for the <laughs> everything they will demand after <laughs> Henrik's little thank you out there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, sure. You mentioned the operating system, and we have a few operating systems. I'm not really sure. I mean, Google wants to get into the smart TV market with Android, and I know of a few TV sets that actually run Android. And then we have Samsung's Tizen operating system, which we spoke of, what is it, three years ago, Hmm. something like that, Uh, which are on the up and go. And I believe that you can find that in a few TV sets as well. But 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 it's not really the operating system that limits us, I feel. It's the, once again, the content companies <laughs> evil companies <laughs> evil great disney and the likes that holds all the cards and uh, mm-hmm. stands in the way for us consumers to actually access the content yeah but you see the the music business actually did a good thing in the end it took them two millennia almost but Spotify came and almost all music exists for, uh, and for one provider you can just use Spotify or something like that yeah maybe something similar can happen with the other ones the other media as well mm. Spotify's idea was to make the content providers no the content owners also be owners of Spotify yeah. so they sold pieces of the company so that if Spotify succeeded, it was also a success for the content owners. And so far, it doesn't look the same with movies and series because they have uh, the HBO got one and Netflix, it's another one. And so they compete more. Hmm. And when you bring up the question of operating systems, Netflix isn't actually available on Linux. 
And that's the only operating system I run. I could run it on my Nintendo Wii if I wanted, if I pull that out of the closet. But <laughs> it isn't available on Linux. Hmm. Because Netflix is based on the old technology of Microsoft Silverlight, yeah. which was their competitor for Flash. domination. They tried to get rid of Flash, but Flash is dead and Silverlight is dead. And yeah, whatever. It never reached Linux anyway. But you can Flash use it. Flash will be dead. Pardon? Flash will be dead. Flash will be dead. Ah, yeah, sure, it's dead. Dead-ish. <laughs> Depends on who you ask. But uh, Mozilla and the W3C are considering allowing DRM to be built into HTML5 now. So then Netflix and other such streaming services will be available on Linux as well. So that might be a bit easier in the future. You can have any operating system, at least, and still use these services. And you can build any... You can build any TV set with any operating system running on it and still get access to all these services. So it's lo looking a bit brighter, but not much. So if you perhaps should try to wrap this up a bit, what would you, each one of you, want to recommend to the listeners to do to enhance their home entertainment solution, perhaps? Get a Chromecast. Or Absolutely. another multimedia box. No, 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 no. Don't put words in my mouth, Robin. My advice is get a Chromecast. It's really cheap. I don't think you actually mentioned that. Uh, $30 or something like that? Yeah, $30. So it's not even 300 kroner. So get one. If you have any device that, can, uh, that you can plug an HDMI device into, get one. It's cheap. And it works great for YouTube parties and such. If you have teenage kids, yeah, they'll love you for it. So, yeah, that's my advice. Robin? I was more or less going to say the same as you. But I will be more... Politically broad. correct? No, not politically. <laughs> more broad in my recommendation and say <laughs> any type of um, multimedia box. It helped my life a lot. All right, and Henrik? My recommendation to our listeners would be to buy a TiVo from Comhem <laughs> and a smart TV from IKEA. Upleva. Thank you very much. Good night. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Please don't. Comhem doesn't work. I can. I know. No, Comhem is crap. Interesting discussion, guys. It's always good hearing what you actually use in your life and what you're looking forward to. Well, except for Henrik, who doesn't look forward to anything. I look forward. But, uh, <laughs> he just looks forward, not to anything in particular. I don't like it, but I look forward. <laughs> All right, fair enough. We are really grateful for you listening to this episode of All in IT Radio. We would love to get your feedback. We would love to hear what you use and what great services that you like. So give us your tips. If you have this magic box that does exactly everything that you use a home entertainment system for, tell us about it. And you can, as always, get in touch with us through the email. Our mail is... show at ait.se 
Exactly. And you can tweet us at Allt inom IT. A-L-T-I-N-O-M-I-T. You can find us on Identica as well. You can find us on Google+. And our webpage is AIT.se slash radio. Please do get in touch. And we have a new thing on the webpage, actually, if you haven't noticed, where you can easily leave a voicemail. So if you want to tell us, just prepare a few notes and click the send voicemail button. And then you can record right in your computer. And we will get that and, well, who knows? We might even play it on the podcast. I'm not promising anything. And no drunk dialing, please. That could be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) And if you want to specifically get in touch with Henrik to tell him that he has actually something positive to look forward in the future, where do they reach you, Henrik? They reach me on Twitter. Uh, at Warpfuz, W-A-R-P-F-U-Z. Splendid. And Robin, where do people where do people get in touch with you? Twitter works fine. I'm not there very often, but uh, Robin Harming, at Robin Harming. Or Google+. <laughs> Twitter works fine. I'm not there, but... <laughs> <laughs> Google+, Plus, I'm a little bit more active nowadays, but uh, not much either. So uh, I think the best way to come, come in contact with me is on the streets, so... On the streets? Yep. What kind of life do you lead? You don't want to know. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> the wonderful theme music for today's episode, Henrik. What was that? Uh, that was a track called Dragon Fight, and it was composed by Gregoire Lourne. Ooh. I consulted Google Translate on that one. <laughs> they told me it's pronounced that way. Please don't hate me. All right. No, no, that sounded... It's available on Gemendo under a Creative Commons license. CC by BA... CCBYSA 3.0. And that's, I think, attribution share-like. Yep, exactly. You got it. Thank you very much. Everything you need. You got it. That's the second offense which will make this episode never actually reach you. But (laughs) you can't kill the signal. (laughs) We will continue to broadcast until the... Whatever. I think it's time to end it now before it gets any worse. Yeah. So we will continue our journey and we look forward to the next episode as soon as possible. Thank you guys for this episode. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. See you in the future.
So the first thing on the menu for tonight is... <laughs> My neighbor wants to show his lovely motorcycle. <laughs> that was weird. What? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Anyway. Uh, should we... No. Uh, or should we? Should we stop the recording here and start with a new recording for the next episode? Or how do we... We haven't done the intro then yet. Oh. oh. Yeah, right. Oh man, you're both out of it, guys. What's with you? I don't know. I want to go home. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <clears throat> All right. Uh, we have an intro to... Good morning and welcome to the Swedish podcast. We are in Vietnam. I'm keeping it on track today. Yeah, and you are the one who keeps us on track. This is amazing. <laughs> and, and and what should I do with the? And over to the next segment. Flurpy, flurpy, flurpy. <laughs> I mean, do I cut that? Do I trim it? What what do I do with it? You use it. <laughs> I don't. I don't um... Try to cut away the flurpy, flurpy, flurpy. <laughs> See how it goes. I will do my best. I can, uh, according to Audacity, I have nine hundred and twenty-two hours left to record. It should be enough. Well, let's go for it then. <laughs> Let's fill that hard drive up. Let's run. I have to go to work. Uh, it's called uh, my my little uh, no 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 the little black box. This became very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Let's scrap that. Zoop. Well, the well the latest <laughs> the, the latest edition. And you could watch almost as many movies as you could send them back you could watch as many movies as the postal service allowed you to <laughs> there is a show bear with me just a second loading loading right the whole family can puke together. together. <laughs> <laughs> the new slogan. Only time you're synced. <laughs> together. Yeah, right, all right. <clears throat> and we all so, puke Henrik, together. Henrik, what's the... <laughs> I'll cut that. <clears throat> so, Henrik, what is the grand future from your perspective, then? Eh... Uh, Right, it's an air. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> That's always the future. Something like the uh, Ubuntu, uh, Ubuntu. 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 <laughs> well, let's start with the usual. Um... Splendid and Robin. Where do people people get in? And Robin. <laughs> Silent is people. <laughs> Oh man, I'll cut this. Have a banked.